Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. It's that time of the week again. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. Hello everyone, I'm Chris Bowen and it's great to be back again for the EFTM podcast and I'm joined in the man cave by my colleagues Trevor Long and the great Jeff Quattromani. 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 I'm running with Marnie. Nah, Marnie. Let's call him Marnie. No, because it's Italian for four hands, so you'd be wrong. <laughs> I was going to say something else. <laughs> I did too. Four hands. Yeah, income, yeah. yeah is, that is. Your, is that your choice? No, no, that's just, I'm not Italian, but that's uh, the translation. So you, don't, you don't ever sign up for a four hands? I uh, have nothing to do with the... Have you got a good forehand? Oh, I do, I do, yes. It's topical, the open's on. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, well, it's topical and very timely as well, yeah. which is... It could be any open for the week, let's be honest. Anyway, we're back from CES. Um, why did we take a week off last week? Uh, Bowen, I think. Yeah, let's blame Bowen. Jet lag. Usually. Jet lag. Recovering. Recovering. No. What were you recovering from, Bowen? How's your foot, mate? Foot's actually going okay. My kids were worried about you. They mm. watched the vlogs, all available at, uh, at uh, youtube.com forward slash CFTM online. Mm. Um, they were worried about you, mate. Thanks, mate. The whole Where's Bowen episode. Mm. They really? were genuinely worried. Thanks for filling in uh, my wife on the details. Uh, I basically neglected to tell her most of what happened over there. Did she watch the vlog? I forgot about the last vlog, the last two vlogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she's very concerned. Why anyway, did she? Yeah. Because we got blind. Well, we had we had a night <laughs> out. One day, we're quite a night. The least of your problems, I would have thought you getting blind. But anyway, wow, yeah. it was a good time in Vegas. But we're back, and uh, lots to talk about here on the FTM podcast. So big tech news of the week, and it will be constant throughout the year now. Yep is more talk of Amazon Alexa. Now, the day I got back from Las Vegas, I had a briefing about from Amazon. Mm. And it was one of those ones, and again, kind of that bring you into the circle here, folks. We, you know, we often get a little briefing about a product, and then they tell you when it's going to be available, and you're allowed to talk about it from a certain date. This was crazy because it was like, tomorrow, we're going to announce this. I'm like, wow, that's not a lot, not a lot of time to organize yeah. anything in terms of coverage. But anyway... Uh, good news, Amazon Alexa or Amazon Echo is the name of the product, will be available in Australia to order and it's you know going to be great. Yes. Three products. Amazon Echo itself, $179. Amazon Echo Plus, $229. Yep. Amazon Echo Dot, $79. Now, the difference is Amazon Echo is just a basic speaker and Bowen, you know, Google Home, yep. right? So it's, it's basically that. Yep. Amazon Echo Dot is like Google Home Mini mm. except with two amazing features. Firstly, it's got line in. So you can actually pl- or line out. You can line plug out. a Bluetooth yep. speaker in or a hi-fi system in and have music coming out a big speaker that you already own. Yep. Sure. Really good feature. But you can also Bluetooth from the Amazon Echo Dot to any other Bluetooth mm. speaker in the house. Mm. So you can have your big JBL or Bose speaker running great music from Amazon Alexa Correct. streaming services, right? Mm. I think that's amazing, and that puts it 20 steps above Google Home Mini at any day of the week. Mm. Sure. <clears throat> and by the way, you can get Google Home Mini right now, half price. Mm. Well, yeah. My wife bought two today, uh, JB Hi-Fi for me, because I'm doing a segment on the Today Show, and I needed a Google Home Mini. Mm. Two for 79 bucks. It's pretty cheap. So they've already realized they've got to they've go hard on price. But mm. the one Bowen I think you'd be interested in mm. is Amazon Alexa 
Oh, Amazon Echo Plus. Mm -hmm. I get confused because Alexa is the name of their assistant. Echo is the name of the product. Correct. So Amazon Echo Plus is a tall unit, has the speaker, all that kind of stuff, but it also has built into it a smart home hub. Mm. So you don't need a hub for Philips Hue. You don't need a hub for all these different systems. It can automatically talk to those systems directly. In fact, you just mm. say, Alexa, find new device, and it just looks on the network for new things, looks in your area. So for it new can things. find Hue without the hub. Yes. Yes. Correct. Wow. You just yeah, need the right. globes or whatever. Yeah. So you don't need a, a hub. You you know. So you can, and when you buy Echo Plus, you can, it comes with a light globe because obviously mm. that's the cool thing to show people that you can turn lights on. Because this is the yep. biggest problem of a lot of these smart devices, like the Arlo cameras. Everything yep. needs a hub. And yep. I'm running out of Ethernet points to plug them into, to be honest. <laughs> so that's a massive advantage. It's a good yeah. point, actually. The Ethernet yeah. ports, you know, most people have only got four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the router, and that's yeah. it. So I've got eight. That's, you're lucky. Throughout the house. Yeah, throughout yeah, the house. Yeah. You've had them wired Via the Cat too. 6 cables, <laughs> yeah, as I yeah. understand. Yeah. So, uh, you know, availability-wise, I think it's smart to get them out there early in the year. It doesn't matter what time of year you're listening to us now. It, it, it's available. It's, yeah. it's a very important product because it goes head-to-head with Google Home. And Google Home announced this week that in Australia, the usage tripled in December. Mm. Not sales, usage tripled. So yep. people actually were using it. But do you know what I reckon? I reckon a lot of that is people at Christmas time, family rang and they go, what's that? Oh, have you got one of those things? Tell us what it does. And mm. you spend five hours, kids saying, yeah. hey, Google, do this. And yeah. I'm not actually sure everyday usage is growing. And it's been heavily marketed. The Telegraph here in Sydney was giving away Google yeah. Homes via their subscriptions. Woolworths was Woolworths. giving away. Woolies yeah. was doing the same thing. But you know what? There's a lot of skepticism when this came out. And I think mm. you may have been one of those oh, people, massive. Trevor. I Why? thought it was rubbish because oh, I couldn't connect it you, to anything. But you're not a fan right. of the speaker itself. You looked at it as a speaker. My, but I'm surprised how versatile it is as a personal assistant. My two problems were it was a rubbish speaker. Mm. It is. So playing music, not that great. Good, but not that great. Mm. And secondly, at the time when I reviewed it, there was very few products you could connect to it. Mm. Now, when my wife right. said, let me see what it is, because someone else she knew had mm. one and she wanted to know what it was about... Mm. Uh, boom, mind-blowing. I could connect to Wemo, uh, Philips Hue, everything, yeah, yeah. like all the stuff that I've got could connect to it. So mm. I was brought into your world, Bowen. Mm. But still, in a house with three kids under 12, mm. it was too frustrating, mate. Yeah, the yeah. kids would go, hey, play Google, well, play Guy Sebastian. Oh, it's just, mate. It would drive you cuckoo, wouldn't it? Correct. Yeah. Why? And so obviously their voices have been registered to it. Uh, well, they don't need to be registered because anyone can talk to it. You just can't mm. you know, access your calendar and things like that if, you, if your voice isn't registered. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So anyone can yep. just come over and say, hey, Google, open the garage. That's the question is, is do your smart devices uh, get linked to a voice or yeah. they just link to the device? Mm. And yes, that's the big security risk people have is if you leave mm. a window ajar and someone yells at, hey, Google, mm. open the front door. Mm. Uh, you know, is that a risk? All oh, right, know? okay. Well, that's you need a, to urgently that test that. That surprises me because it's not foolproof, this voice no. uh, detecting your voice. You can cheat it. The, the ad can set it off occasionally. It does. On television. Yeah, yeah. I was playing. So I had an American Alexa sitting here the other day <laughs> and I was playing, you know, YouTube videos, mm. learning about it mm. and all the t- every time they said Alexa, the thing would go off. I'm like, shut up. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, so the, the ability for them to recognize anyone is great, but mm. the ability to recognize an individual is better. Absolutely. But I yeah. don't know. I, I just think that, I think Amazon's a big company, mm. but I just don't think they have the the sway. I don't think they have the reputation in Australia outside of the nerd community. Mm. To do what? To, to beat Google. I think Google's got oh. a massive foothold. They've spent a stack of money on marketing. I think they've mm. got the leap ahead. I think they're going for a different mm. angle, though. I think Google is going to leverage all their search capabilities to try and make that product better. Mm. Um, Amazon's not. I think they're going to leverage their, their marketplace. They want people to buy through that device. So the more that they put onto the Amazon store for Australia mm. is where that product will come into but its But your own. problem, Jeff, is you're, you think Amazon Marketplace is going to be a raging success at some point. At some point. 
Of course. But when's that? Ten years away or five years away? I don't have a crystal ball. Australians are way too loyal to and stuck on their ways with eBay Mm. and and you know even Kogan or Harvey Norman. They're Mm. they're just stuck in their ways. I don't Mm. see. Someone was saying to me the other day. I don't know who it was. Whether it was someone I interviewed on the radio, but they said in America, Mm. when you're looking to search for something on the internet, you search Google. But if you're searching for a product, you automatically search Amazon.com. Right. Mm. Whereas in Australia, the volume of search traffic for, you know, buy this product yeah, yeah. is is on Google. Mm. And that's why the Google shopping recommendations are so important. We're, we're just not tuned to Amazon being the only place you shop. Because we didn't have it. I know that. But but because so, they were so late here, I don't think they're going to have the massive success. We've got a lot of time left on this planet. Like, you, can't, <laughs> yeah. you, you, can't, you can't sort of say, oh, I'm going to draw a line in the sand. It's never going to happen. It's like it's like when Google launched. Did someone say, oh, I'm keeping my yeah. dictionary or my UBD? Like, we are a country who does tend to adopt American patterns and trends and habits. So I don't know. I, I don't Apart think from their like, hardware stores and things like that's that. That's a great example. Yeah. Masters launches here, partnership yeah. with Lowe's and Woolworths fails yeah. mm. because we're stuck in our ways. Oh, we love there a, Bunnings. There's a number of issues why it Oh, really? They didn't buy enough fucking big properties and build big buildings? No, the problem was they didn't focus on trade. <laughs> and I don't want to get into it, but they didn't focus on trade. They focused on the DIY customer yeah, know, yeah. who comes in and buys some glue on the weekend. Have you done a business analysis of this? Well, or didn't have read to. Fucking Larry you, yeah. you, have, you have a look at the shop yeah. and you see how small their garage door is for trade yeah. compared to Bunnings. Yeah. Bunnings, you drive in with your truck, mm. you load it with all your shit and you pay for it and leave. Well, I may be a complete like a fucking idiot. Tradies, but yeah. masters, I could, know tradies go there during the week, but on the weekend, you don't... And, and, and you know, on Thursday, I don't see fucking... St- Trucks lined up to get in there. Why would you? It's you see the shitloads of people, people. Hang on, people have weekends too. No, Even trades. And Thursdays, like a random day of the week. No, no, mate. You go in the morning. They, Bunnings put barbecues on in the morning for mm. the tradies. You wouldn't know because you're not there in the morning. They do. They line up. They come for the. So your the general eggs. assessment is Masters failed because it didn't have a trade. It, it didn't focus on trade. Absolutely. That is a hundred percent why they failed. It's a new angle. I haven't heard of that one. Mate, you're crazy. I'm surprised how much you know about it. <laughs> Sorry. You're, like, you're, I feel like, like, do you know, it, it seems like one of those, you know those people that invest, they just spend $1,000, yeah. $10,000 here mm. on stocks? Yeah, yeah. Do you I, do that? I don't do stocks. No, okay, no. so we had this that's, that's, more that's this the bloke. kind of bullshit information someone that goes on the stock market has. Mate, I'm just, I'm just, letting, I'm just letting you know why masters failed. That's, that's all. not the only reason they failed. They failed because fucking people didn't go there to buy shit. They yeah. still went to bunnies. Well, they weren't competitive but that wasn't, pricing. That was the biggest issue. How well, yeah, if, if I'm, hang on, if I'm renovating my own bathroom and I'm buying a toilet roll holder, I'm probably just going to go to Bunnings because yeah. who gives a shit? Mm. And, my, and that well, tw- you but, do. You need a toilet roll holder. But that that twenty dollars did not make or break Bunnings or Masters. Mm. No one cares about your you know small purchase. A lot of time on this planet. Why didn't they stick it out? Because when when Bunnings turn up, <laughs> but when but when, well, hello. But when a trader turns up, they're they're spending thousands of dollars mm. in every transaction. All so right. you know, let's not go there. But. Alexa, my, my two cents on this is for those who are looking at, you know, getting into the smart world, I think the Echo Dot will be the smart buy. No, I I hundred percent agree. And Bowen, yep. I've yeah. got I've got a couple I'll I'll as soon as they're updated to Australian I'll I'll give you one. No yep. worries. <laughs> He's like, okay, when, when you, you could have just when said, oh, I'm, I'm going to give you the box. I'm getting lost. I don't know who to talk to at home these days. <laughs> Siri, Google, Alexa. Can so, Alexa be a bloke just to make it different? No, I don't it, think it can. Uh, so there's, so there's I'd be interested to know that. whether it has any effect because there's another thing you can do with Alexa. You can have multiple speakers and multiple units and you yeah. can broadcast yeah. like an intercom. Yep. Uh, oh, really? Alexa, broadcast, you know, dinner's ready and boom, every speaker in the house says dinner's ready. Mm. But just quickly and finally, <laughs> Apple announced... HomePod at four ninety nine. This is a product that was announced for the for availability, mm-hmm. or sorry, was announced as a product in June mm-hmm. of twenty seventeen, and now nine months later, they've announced it's available to buy. Yeah, um, four ninety nine mm. for gut reaction, Bowen. Oh, look, this is for me, but I'm worried about how insular Apple are. 
So I don't know if it's going to integrate with the breadth of products that Google Home does or um, Alexa. So I'll have to read but the reviews. You, but you I'll have to see what use, you say. You currently use Siri. Yes. Siri is HomeKit yep, on your phone. Exactly. It's, it's Amazon uh, Apple HomePod mm. is Siri mm. and HomeKit. But will it box. open the garage? Will it Can you the use kettle? HomeKit to open your garage? No. Then no. And I can't boil the kettle? No. So I've got a lot of stuff going on at home, Trev, that may be... Incompatible. I'm going to have to talk to a lot of different personal assistants to make my house function. It wouldn't be great if you could say, hey, Siri, ask Google to, <laughs> to turn on the garage. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Jeff? So I uh, exactly what Bowen said. Yeah. It, that is the concern, that it is just Siri and yeah. HomeKit in yeah. a box. Yeah. But Apple's angle here is a, is a very good speaker. You know, Apple Music, mm. encourage Apple Music with a great with great sound. Mm. I don't think that four ninety nine is the right price yeah. for Apple to enter a, a speaker market, which technically they've never been in. What's a what's a great Sonos cost? Uh, Two fifty with Alexa mm-hmm. and a good Bose. It co- probably cost you similar price. Yeah. So so this is the thing: is Sonos has a smart speaker which will be Alexa enabled once it lands in Australia, and that's a two hundred fifty dollars speaker, which sounds bloody good. Well, you know, I- I don't understand. If you listen to music at home, has the whole home theater thing got out the window now? Like, you have these elaborate speaker systems everywhere, so people are listening to one speaker for their music dose. Or multiple wireless speakers. I mean, why would you run wires through a ceiling and Mm. do that big amp under the TV anymore? I think that's crazy. Mm. I think think things are falling apart in the studio. Just blue tack something fell off the wall. It was just I blue tacked something up. But I I do I do think that the wireless speaker market makes sense. That's why Apple's gone with the HomePod. That will work with. Multiple to points. your point, Bowen, mm. the you sit the HomePod in any lounge room, mm. and it will be better quality, be amazing, better yeah. quality than almost any speaker that they currently have. Mm. Now, unless you've bought an amazing so Bose ceiling, sound system, I use ceiling speakers throughout the house. Yeah, that's unless, where we get our music on mass from. Well, cool. aren't you lucky? Well, no, not necessarily. It's fairly inexpensive, and a lot of homes have got them. It's part of a lot of kit homes these days. So, uh, McDonald so Jones, in answer for example, to your question, like for example, I <laughs> you didn't have to pay for it to be built. So, <laughs> the the we've got a sound bar that's yeah. un, like there's a sound bar in here, a yeah. sound bar in the lounge room. That's mm. where I like get my music from because they're amazing. Than any little speak you're going to pr- produce. I'll, I'll give you a gold platter guarantee mm. that HomePod mm. sitting in my lounge room mm. will sound better mm. than the huge two thousand dollar Samsung sound bar I've got. Really, hang mm-hmm. on it. Well, you've Trav. heard it. You have heard it. I know you've heard it when it first launched. That's a big call that mm. it's going to outperform you the speakers. The speakers in your sound just bar. to listen, just to listen to music. Mm. See, the sure. thing is, the sound bar is built for home theater. You know, great yeah, surround yeah. sound, different things like that. So, yep. actually, the the sound quality of the of, of the music mm. when you're just playing out of the sound bar itself, maybe it's got a subwoofer, and that's the only advantage if you like if you like bass music. Mm. Yeah. But certainly, anyone that really loves music and is buying a, a speaker, mm. uh-huh. they're not they're not at the level where they're going to buy a home theater system because you'd still buy a big Bose oh, or something yeah, system, right? Yeah. And you'd run your music through that. But yeah. if you're in between a, a $150 Bluetooth mm-hmm. and the home theater system, then you're going to be talking Bose, Sonos, HomePod. And the biggest challenge is HomePod is way more expensive than Sonos and Bose. Way and more. therefore, it's a tough market. I'm it's not sure they can crack point. it. Yeah. Well, I think the brand will give them that probably, you know, that, that still that queue at the store, but it's going to be fun to see. It won't be a queue for this. You don't think so? No. It'll be a quiet launch. You yeah. reckon, really? It's a fight. Fo- oh, I guess a phone's 1500 but mm. okay. Don't know. Don't I don't see. feel like there's going to be a queue for it. No. Can't wait to hear it. It doesn't feel like any level of excitement, even from you, Trev, so that could mean something because you're an Apple man. Could do. Mm-hmm. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Well, 
As you know, every week we tend to drive a car or two, and this week we're focused on a couple of BMWs. We had an M2, and uh, as of yesterday, we received a BMW 1 Series, hmm. um, which is fantastic. But let's touch on the M2 first. I only drove it briefly. Jeff, you had a bit of an experience with it over the weekend. I what did. a pocket rocket. Mate, it is. It, honestly, it's it's a it's a rocket ship. I, yeah. um, I, I have a 2 Series BMW for yeah. my daily driver, so... When I looked at it, I said, okay, I, I understand the car. I got into it. It has a familiar look and feel. Mm. Start the engine, though, and it's uh, it's not your you know average horse and cart. It's a rocket ship. I was surprised by the sound it makes, and this is without yeah. the exhaust yeah. fitted. Um, so oh, this is an extra exhaust. You yeah, you can get a special exhaust. You can get a, like a competition pack. Is that what mm. Dougie's getting? Yeah, but yeah exactly. Yeah, Our made in the US is getting the competition pack fitted to it, which makes it sound better than an M3. I experienced one in Germany. It sounded fantastic. Wow. So 272 kilowatts, very powerful car. Little, you know, it's a straight six turbo yep. inside a tiny car, which yeah. is it's marginally smaller than the one series. Incidentally, is it in really? terms of length, I think it's a bit wider because it's got the wheel. Like, arches I was going to say the, the rear yeah. wheel arches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are sex on wheels. Yeah. They just look so yeah, good, don't you exactly. reckon? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that car from behind is gorgeous. Yeah. Like it is a beautiful backside. It's not like a, a two series with an M badge. I mean, no. it's got its own unique architecture underneath in terms of the suspension, right. um, the so, bracing. So, so just just to be clear on that, so it's not a two series with a pack. No, it's a different car. Yeah, you can get a two series with a pack and <clears> the <throat> engine. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing like this. I mean, right. it, it, it is like it's like zero to one hundred and four point two seconds, which I is so. fairly rapid. Mm-hmm. You're fairly rapid, yeah. Um, it's interesting to me though. Sounds amazing. You both yeah. said that. Yep. Um, I think it looks amazing. Mm, yeah. I actually, mate, I'm I'm a massive fan of small cars. Yeah. I if you're going to mm. pick a pocket rocket small car, mm. my, I was thinking today, why do you buy a hot hatch instead of something like that? Mm. If that's available, mm. uh, forgetting price for a minute, because obviously hot hatches are a bit cheaper. Mm. But yep. I don't know. I just look at that and go. In terms of hot hatch comparisons, I find it. I find it strange that people don't consider the M2 in a lot of hot hatch style mm. conversations in terms I, of small cars. I, I would say they probably do consider it. I think that the A45 is a close comparison mm. car to it. Mm. The A45 has got an extra two doors and a proper back seat. Mm. So only for four, four seats in this thing. Couldn't take the. We we went yeah. we to the city on the weekend. I'll talk about that later. But you know, couldn't take the family in it because mm. you know there's only four seats, mm. which sure. is why I let you take. It, Jeff and no it was inter- what was interesting to me was Jeff came here to pick it up and uh, parked his little two series out the front yeah. and he's like oh it's just a two series on stilts and I went oh mate honestly you're an, you're a fucking idiot on stilts because well, I, I don't think I said stilts <clears throat> I don't have that word that'd in be my... an X two okay mate he basically <laughs> said it up. was he basically said it was a two series with a badge yeah, right? right and I said you're you're kidding yourself mate because this thing is something very it's different. a true M car but well it really is yeah sure but yeah. what's interesting to me is. Mm. When when you brought it back and I went for Fang and mm. you know then I went and swapped it over for the one one eight probably the cheapest BMW you can buy hundred yeah. kilowatts I realised Jeff and I think I said to you I'm sorry I was wrong mm. the 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 standard BMW package is mm. something remarkable you have to agree I mean yeah. when I, I I bought a BMW in the year two thousand I remember getting in it and taking it for a test drive and the the salesman said to me as we approached around a bit he looked at me and he said drive it like you want to mm. and I went what and it, he said, "Just do it. Just mm. go for it." And I just went straight through without decelerating, and it just stuck to the road. It just this was yeah. a three series, just a basic three one eight. Yeah. yeah. And it, getting in the one one eight made me realise that BMW, uh, the the benchmark at the base level mm. is amazing. Has to be. So really, with the with the M two, you're getting something that looks ridiculous, mm. goes like the clappers, mm. sounds amazing, and handles you know racetrack style. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, it's a, it's not surprising that there's a massive queue for these things in yeah. terms of delay. It's big money. Yeah, it is. So you're approaching hundred grand, over hundred grand, probably once you tick a yeah. few options. Uh, so it is Bitcoin for such a little car. You'd want to be very keen on having a pocket rocket. 
Look, it's just got that BMW DNA. I love every BMW I get in. I mean, they mm. handle like mm. a car should handle. They just have soul. Audi don't have soul. No matter what they do, Audi, no matter how good their cars are, no they're very artificial and computerized. And we'll talk later about an Audi mm. you love, but it's interesting because one of the things you always say when you when, mm. when we swap over to a car mm. and maybe you get in the BMW is the interior just lets it down. It's, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a beautiful interior. Yeah. It's well-refined and all well, those things. It's sort of a second generation behind. Like the new 5 Series is phenomenal. The interior is a massive step up. This is what they call, it's like a facelifted version. Mm. They call it the LCI. LCI. Life Cycle Impulse is what they call their facelifted vehicle. So the next one will be launched, no doubt, in the next year or two, and mm. it'll have a different presentation inside. It's got the latest um, iConnect 6. Yep. And it's, and it's got iDrive, the, sorry. iDrive. And the um, digital dash is, yeah. is the new update as it's well. It's a strange head, head digital display. dash, though, to me because mm. I spent most of my time going is that digital or yeah, is that yeah. like are those dials yeah. or are they digital because yeah. it's half half the problem with a digital dash that is still just dials yeah. is mm. all it does is digitally represent what we've always seen mm. yeah um, I just don't think it added any value having that digital no. dash. Mm. In this, I mean, you look what Audi did with their dash. Yeah. It's nothing like oh, that. It's a masterclass, sadly. yeah. And, and yeah. I, I don't know what it is with BMW, yeah. but you, you jump into a brand new Beamer yeah. and it does have that sort of dated look. Yeah, and, exactly. and people yeah. love that whole traditional look. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, guys, you've got to catch up a bit too. Yeah. Like it mm. is. I think it's, and we'll talk a bit about BMW in a minute, but I think it's a bit of they. They just expect that BMW buyers will continue to buy BMWs. Absolutely. And they, then they will, let's be honest. Yeah. They, they go back to the dealer and they, they upgrade their lease and they get another one. Mm. A lot of people don't shop around. Mm. But then I think the 118, mm. which you're now in, mm. which is a red, you know, 118 hatch, mm. um, you know, small wheels. It doesn't even look. Absolute base model, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but still rear-wheel drive hatchback. That's the huge difference with these cars. Yeah. Rear-wheel drive. There's a couple of front-wheel drive BMWs. The X2, which is coming up, will be front-wheel drive. What a shame. Which is, yeah, look, oh, it's a, a shame. departure from tradition, I guess. Mm. But as I, an entry-level BMW, yeah. like that's a great car it's to the drive. perfect gateway into the What's world of BMW. From 39000 but you know. You're going to pay $45,000. you probably get close to fifty by the time yeah. you, you know. Tip, uh, tick a few options like Apple CarPlay. Yeah, and you know mm. what? I was blown away, mm. and I'd never experienced or heard about it. But this thing had what? Because mm. you get in a car, yeah. and normally you plug the USB in. We always carry carry cables around with us, mm. yeah. and you know, CarPlay appears, which I love, and it's my it's my go to, you know, for for infotainment mm. for sure. And a lot of cars have it. A lot of cars don't. You never quite know. Mm. Um, and I think I paired my phone to Bluetooth. I pulled over. I go to the the service station just up the road mm. from from where we pick the cars up. I pulled over. I paired the phone. Yeah. And then I went to, I don't know, switch to actually the like the music, you know, mm. turned from DAB or something like that. And and it said Apple CarPlay. And I went, hang on a minute, I'm not I'm not plugged in. Holy shit, this thing's got wireless Apple CarPlay. Mm. I like that. So I went, yes, please. And I had to, you know, press a couple of buttons on the phone, I think, to kind of agree to it. Mm. And then boom, Apple CarPlay appeared. Now, my first reaction to wireless Apple CarPlay was sluggish as hell. It took a while to kind of negotiate different things. Okay. Um, but then it felt like after about five minutes, it had kind of loaded like, or caught like up or something. As, as though it's caching things yeah, in the background. exactly, okay. right? And, and, and I think what was interesting was it... it it worked really well, but then I was in the middle of a phone call and it just kind of stopped. It disappeared and stuff. Yeah, it's buggy. So it was okay. a bit disappointing. I, I don't think it's perfect yet. And mm. I've got an iPhone 10, so you can't blame the phone. Mm. It's a brand to. new car. You can't blame the car. It has to be something to do with the, the software. Yeah. But as, a, as an experience, I was pretty darn impressed with wireless Apple CarPlay. My only question with wireless Apple CarPlay is I naturally want to plug my phone in anyway to charge, to charge it. it. yeah. Does it have wireless charging? No, and that's it where didn't. I was so annoyed yeah. because the the Audi we'll talk about later yeah. had wireless charging. Yeah. I'm thinking this is ah, perfect. Yeah. Imagine if sitting in the in the, in the the center console charging yeah. 
and wireless CarPlay. Mm. But anyway, mm. I think overall, the 118 is a great example mm. of BMW's raw, what they used to call sheer driving pleasure. Do mm. they still say that? I don't know. It, don't was, know. it was a good slogan. It was a great yeah. slogan they because it's, it. it's genuinely true. Yeah. How, you, how they make a three-cylinder feel perky is unbelievable. Is it a three-cylinder? It's a three-cylinder. The 118. Oh, I didn't know that. It must yeah. be turbo, obviously. It's obviously turbo. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's not good on fuel either. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm averaging high nines and tens. You're, no, really? come on. Yeah, I mean, any turbo car that you push, and I do tend to push cars, unfortunately. Wow, 5.6 in He's not exactly yeah. the best person to ask about fuel. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, if you can get the one series in a two-liter diesel, I recommend it. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm doing 5.6 on average. Yeah, after, that's you know, better than my hybrid Camry. There you Far go. Far better, actually. Full review of the M2 will be on EF EFTM.com soon and the 118 as well. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. This is the EFTM podcast. And we do it thanks to the good people at LG and their OLED TVs, uh, the best in the business. Uh, we saw a lot of them, Jeff, at CES. The uh, the OLED range has been expanded with LG. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things you, you realize with LG TVs is the operating system is high performance. The WebOS 3.5 now uh, paired with an OLED TV. Yep. And, you know, I don't know, did you read the article I wrote this week about how a TV works? I did. It that was, was great. I read I was, that one. I watched the video. I was blown away by that video. It was sent to yeah. me by a mate. And I, I've... I've just never seen the close-ups of a TV before and to yeah. see the sub-pixels of a TV and to see what I've always talked about, which is OLED is amazing at blacks when when they're bumped right up against the, the whites or the colors of a screen. Yeah. And this guy on this video, which is at EFTM.com, um, zooms in with a super zoom macro mm. lens to, to the pixels, the sub-pixel level of the TV. We're talking micromillimeters here. Yeah. And was able to show the bleed from the color versus mm. the the a, a genuine or a standard LED TV. Mm. Um, that's what you get with with OLED. The cameras that bloke was using must be worth thousands to get. Well, that the close. super slow mo. So yeah. this is the super slow mo guys. The super slow mo video yeah. the cameras. I can't even imagine that. No, one of them was yeah. running at I think three hundred oh, or four hundred thousand frames per second or no, something. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was stupid. Wow. Yeah. Because the best part of that video was to digress from OLED, which is the best and newest technology, <laughs> yeah. was the old CRT. Yeah. Was to see how a, a TV used to scan the picture in front of your eyes, and you didn't see it because it it's happening in such a fast mode in lines. And just in lines, mm, vertically right. across the screen, in the yeah. same way that, in fact, your iPhone now does, but um, horizontally. It's yeah. it's an amazing video that shows you how TVs work, but if you want to see the best in the business, then it's worth checking out LG's OLED range of TVs. Check them out at all good retailers. So back to CarPlay, Trev, and this has been a bit of a bone of contention during the week between us on our infamous WhatsApp group, which has migrated away from the CES group. Yeah, it had to. had to. to. Look, just before we go on, if you're listening, intern Rob down there in Goulburn, we miss you. I know you had a great time, but you're missing out on some good stuff in in the threads which have left you in your wake. He's he's still in the CES group. Yeah, no, we try him in it, but there's a lot of good stuff happening off grid. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been, uh, been talking about BMW and their approach to CarPlay yeah. because yep. they charge a premium. Um, they don't like the fact that it's in their cars, to be honest. I think they like to hide it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a several hundred dollar option at the moment. And Five. there are plans. What is it? 500 bucks. 500. Yeah. There are plans afoot overseas and probably here, obviously, to provide a subscription service. Good. Can I, I, th- I think they're taking the piss, right? Now, mm-hmm. let me be clear. I'm talking about any manufacturer that charges for CarPlay because it's it's it just doesn't make sense to me. And I've had this conversation with Jaguar Land Rover. Why are you investing in, in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, in people building infotainment systems mm-hmm. when all you need to build is the technology, the screen, 
needs to be there and the technology to make all the, the rest of the car work and yeah. the climate change and stuff, climate control and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of infotainment, let just give people a radio and a CD player or whatever and let them plug their phone in mm. and have Apple CarPlay because mm. it's great. It's a great way to get entertainment in your car and it works on every smartphone. Uh, if you use Android Auto and Apple CarPlay together, then you've covered off 95% of people, especially sure. those who are buying fucking new cars. Okay. So, and they've they're barred Android Auto completely. It's not there. It's Which it's doesn't make sense choice. because they have partnerships with mm. Google for mm. Google Assistant. I don't know. Yep. It doesn't make sense to me. This whole mm. thing makes no sense because you know Ferrari charges thousands of dollars yeah. for CarPlay, which is just taking the piss as well. But yeah. they have it. But they have it. Yeah. Um, BMW charges for CarPlay, and they the, the reports are they're going to charge a subscription to so an annual fee for CarPlay. Mm, now, let me tell you how this works. If if BMW wants to have CarPlay, they go to Apple and say, we want to have CarPlay. Apple mm. makes them pay a one-off fee mm. for what they call the Made for iPhone program, MFI. Mm, sure. MFI certification, which mm. allows them to put a little badge on everything that says Made for iPhone or Apple CarPlay. Right. Once they've paid that, there's no fucking cost. But that's per no, car? No, no. Mm. That's a one-off mm. for the business. Yeah. Now, who knows how they judge that cost, right? Yeah, right. But it's a one-off for the business. Mm. It's not how many cars they sell. It's nothing to do with that, right? Okay. So my argument is if Suzuki can include mm. Apple CarPlay and Android Auto and SatNav in a car that's $16,000, yeah. who the fuck is BMW and a Mercedes yeah. think, that, think they are taking the piss by charging so much for something that is built into the phone and they simply need to provide an interface for. Correct. So I, I, I would want one quick thing on that because we did mention that it was a $500 option. Mm. Maybe it's more on in, in today's market, but when I got I my car, it varies it was by model. It does. I'm it probably does. Sure it, it does, does vary yeah. by model. If I had to pay $80 a year for yeah. CarPlay, I would prefer that over adding it as an option up front mm. because to be honest... If I don't have an iPhone, why would I want to pay for yeah. it at all? Mm. But also, if I want a three-year lease like a lot of BMW owners yeah. would be, You're it's out. actually cheaper. You're in front. You're in front. So you're basically saying that a subscription model makes it look cheaper mm-hmm. and they'll get away with it because most people buy BMWs on a lease. Mm. But And because it's also an option. If I've got an Android phone, I don't care about CarPlay. It's also, look, what it is basically is an ego thing. And these are prestige vehicles, yeah. right? Okay. And some, and they would say basically, not in their terms, but in our terms, that the carpets mm. need to match the curtains. Okay. And, you know, I agree. you look at Apple CarPlay sitting in the middle of a prestige vehicle, it's this colourful display with unusual looking apps that don't, doesn't suit the interior or their own interface. So that's it's from a design point of view as well. They just think oh, it stands out sit, I mean, and that, doesn't fit the brand. So maybe... My problem is, mm. uh, so your that example works mm. perfectly in a Volvo, for yeah, example. It yeah. looks fucking weird yeah, on does. that that portrait style Imagine big screen, it in a Rolls Royce, right? With in, with <laughs> a CarPlay in the middle. But yeah. Volvo do it well. They they leave the rest of the screen for other stuff. For of stuff. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Now in a in a one one eight mm. with a tiny screen in the middle of the dash, mm. I think it looks sensational. Mm. I think I it looks beautiful in an Audi. I think what was that car I drove? S five or whatever that little sedan. Mm. I think, again, it looked beautiful. Middle mm. of the screen, took up the yep. whole thing. Mm. It looks amazing. Mm. Maybe my problem is I haven't seen the 7 Series with the screen that goes mm. from one end of the car to the other, yeah. and it would look stupid in the middle there. But I just think that it's it's taking the piss mm. to charge people for something that's not really costing them anything, mm. yeah. and it's just, it's just trying to have people not worry about it. And they say, um, our experience, this is from BMW, our experience yeah. through cons- consumers and media comment is that our iDrive 6 system offers exceptional functionality and ease of use. We do offer CarPlay as an option for those that prefer it, but we feel that our in-house iDrive system, as well as the Connected Plus phone app, it is exceptionally well suited to the needs of our customers. It is good. I do like. You need to sit down and learn it. I mean, you know, we're driving cars for a week, sometimes even shorter. 
than that. If you invest a bit of time and read the tutorials, which are often embedded in the actual car, you can they read are. the manual yeah. through the car and it'll even give you video displays mm -hmm. on how to do certain things. I don't know. It, it's a, it, I like it. I do like it, but I do like having Apple CarPlay there as well for the occasional time I use it. And I use it 20% of the time, if that. Wow. I don't listen to podcasts. It's handy to see the messages pop up on the screen and the fact you've got a message. But, you know, it's already got Siri integration. True. Um, you hold down the thing for three seconds yeah. and you talk to Siri. Um, I don't know. Mercedes at CES revealed their own personal assistant. Hey, Mercedes. MBUX is called the Mercedes-Benz user experience. They're all going let, down this, let me run this path. Bixby, Cortana, mm. yeah. Alexa, mm. Google Assistant, Siri. Mm. Now you're adding Mercedes. I mean, yeah. you, there can only be so many mm. smart assistants. Oh, yeah, no, I, so, I'm, I'm so there you. can be a hundred yeah. of them. But yeah, the true. problem is if, yeah. they work, if they work in a smaller group, they learn mm. faster. Yeah. Mm. And that's the challenge here. Oh, I think you're right. It should be free. There's no doubt about it. That, that's but I my see point. it from their point of view. But I, I don't know why they couldn't just include it in the cost of the car. The car's yeah. already 50 grand. <laughs> already I mean, really, yeah, if, you, if you raise the prices across the board by 200 bucks, but this, you know what this is? This is not an Apple CarPlay option. This is a prestige car yeah. problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Jaguar, for example, make beautiful cars, mm. but fuck, do they charge on the options? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, right. stupid money for the options. And people people walk in, they really want mm. a Jag, and they, they mm. see the entry-level price, and they go, but I really do want that, and mm. I want that, mm. and it ends up being so much more. Yeah. Options themselves so mm. options generally are out of whack mm. with general reality mm. in terms of price but mm. having walked in and bought a bmw mm. i've had that sensation of going oh okay all right i'll get that <laughs> yeah, as well yeah. it's and, just a cash grab. And, and because you yeah. you end up going it's an extra three dollars a month yeah. Yeah, I'll take I, it. I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just think when you compare it to, and Bowen, I think you, I know, you, you know it's stupid, my comparison between a Suzuki Ignis, but mm. if you can get a $16,000 car mm. with a great reversing camera and mm. sat-nav, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, I don't know why every car doesn't have it. Reversing mm. camera. I don't have a no, reversing no. camera. Don't you? <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. That's an option in some cars. Yeah. So that's that's very, stupid. Very few these days. Isn't that ridiculous? But the quality of a reversing camera is also a very interesting thing. The Suzuki yeah. do it amazingly yeah. well. Some, some of them are rubbish. The one on the M2 was garbage. One of the McLaren. Awesome. It was small, wasn't it? The, I'm so sorry. <laughs> McLaren. <laughs> I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was crap. In fact, its infotainment system <laughs> was shit. Of course it is. It's it got terrible. It was just the best car of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're bagging for that. I mean, it's almost a Game Boy We're screen. just a pack of fuckwits. <laughs> Okay, so we went to Vegas and we stayed in a decent hotel. Yeah. Now we did stay in no, separate let, rooms. Let's let, paint the picture properly. Okay, it's a, I'm it's, sorry. A, it's a very old hotel. Yeah. It's barely it's it's had a paint job on a few rooms and a few new bedspreads. Yeah. It's barely been renovated. And clinging on to the fact Elvis performed all these shows there. They are the very West much clinging on to it's the Westgate. I don't West think it's that bad. But it's not unlike a lot of hotels that I've stayed in whereby yeah. Yeah, well. you walk into the bathroom. And there is your truth. Mate, we don't want to run through your bathroom routine. <laughs> oh, wait, I won't give you all the top secrets that I... But you walk into the bathroom mm. and you've got the toilet and there is the bath slash shower. Mm. I don't know anyone who's ever used it to have a bath. Mm. And I, Has anyone ever actually used a hotel bath? I nearly always oh, use you, a bath. You, except you when I'm fucking not. sharing a room with people. That is filth. 
What are you talking about? In a hotel this? bar. That is disgusting. They're not even big. Are you serious? <laughs> you're, re, you're running water. It's not. What do you mean you're running it's water? Not even a spa. Well, it's not, how's it filth? Hang on. What do you mean running water? You do you put lay in the bath with the shower still going? What you pour? You he fill the bath. The bath, bath isn't pre. The water yes. isn't there from the fucking last. But tenet. you know how filthy <laughs> that that whole bowl thing is. That bath is not like professionally cleaned. Mm. That's garbage. Like your filth is left for they the next run, person. They haven't run like a UV sanitizer. I would it. love yeah. to put a blue light over that thing. Imagine that. But it's, anyway, to me, it's disgusting. Stand, stepping into a shower, mm. like as a bath, is kind of gross. Mm. The whole shower curtain thing, uh, completely disgusting. Uh, the curtain should be so, so just stay on the bath for a minute. Mm. So okay. the, the, the Hilton, was it Hilton we stayed in in LA yep. at the airport? At the airport. If, if I wasn't sharing a room, I would have that bath would have been on for young and old because it was a big bath. The water pressure was great. Pressure it was would have been. It would have filled up fast. It would have yeah. been a great bath. What do you do? What, Just what fucking you, lie there and go. You know what? It's there's fucking no children annoying me. It's but you can do that on the bed. Like you can lay there on yeah, the bed I, and I'd go. Get bored yeah. so quickly. There's nothing to do in the bath. You can't look at your phone. Yeah, you can. Oh, you, I'd be worried it's about dropping. Pretty it's scary waterproof. moments. Yeah, and well, then mine isn't. And, and you look down, you just go, oh, it's just me. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, eventually, all those bubbles disappear, and you just look like a sloth covered in, in some old water. Like, it is, it's complete nah. filth. Like, so, is your, hang on, is your problem with baths generally? Now my, it my, sounds like that way. My biggest issue is the combo. Mm. I hate a combo. Give me a normal shower. Mm. Make the bath. Optional. If if you're someone like Trevor, you can book a room with a bath. Mm. But give me a normal shower with a proper shower head. A decent door to close instead of that stupid, you know, the cloth thing that sticks yeah, to you. Vinyl. It's called a shower curtain. That is disgusting. Idiot. They're horrific. That uh, is so uh, wrong. They, they, they what are you doing, rubbing be... your ass on that? Then you have no choice. It's like it's like static. It, it grabs you. You're walking past it. You know, it just lunges. Been scientific studies into trying to understand why it does grab you. It's static. It's no. Well, it's basically like being inside a tornado. Okay, <laughs> so you know no, how a tornado been... operates. You're standing <laughs> in the middle of a vortex. And the water travelling through the air is lowering the pressure right. in the immediate vicinity that you're standing. So it's sucking everything in like a tornado. Well, well the, the drain is doing a lot of that sucking because you know that it's when you... has got nothing to do with the drain. But when you turn the water off, that water spirals and sucks. Mm. Do you know what sucks? You. I mean, this is ridiculous. Mm. Why? It's a fucking shower curtain. Do you want to talk to you about uh, masters and how they fail? <laughs> shower curtains yeah. are fine. They're just, you know the biggest... How do they, t- they don't clean them either. I'll you know I wipes down a shower curtain every time how someone you, How would you out. wipe that down? What do you do with that? How do you clean a shower like, curtain? There's no what way because we didn't tip anyone anyway, so oh, they barely clean the room. Have you, have you got a shower curtain? Yeah, we have shower curtains in both of our bathrooms. Oh, oh no, shit. Now I feel like I've been insulting you or something. How do you manage that? Is it, is it is it a bath shower? It's never touched me. But no, have you got a bath shower or is no. your shower curtain for a shower? Separate shower. Uh-huh. Wow. I don't know how that works. The only thing worse Wait, is that... I'll take you upstairs later just for a quick where does, look. Where does the water go? Because... In this fucking hole down the bottom. No, no, no. Is this happening? No, no, because oh, when I... The curtain I has see... to be on the inside. Like... This is what I was going to say. Oh. The biggest problem Otherwise with shower like curtains is people who put the fucking shower curtain, like mm. Bowen did one, one morning, because I don't want it touching me. the bath. No, I... And so the whole fucking bathroom's covered in water. Is that the problem that I've been having? Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, I don't want the, Why would you want the shower curtain inside? I, I try not to wet it. <laughs> it just acts you like put a it filter. inside. That, here's what but you that do, takes boy. up my space. Okay, that's little, that should be bad. I'm going to call. The only thing worse is when I give you one foot of glass and nothing else. And how bad is that? We've been to a lot of hotels. It's like water, water is going to bounce off this body. Yeah, exactly. I know it looks soft, yeah. but it's going to bounce. I get animated and flamboyant in the shower sometimes. <laughs> you like, both. It's just stuff going everywhere. Do you know what you do with a fucking shower curtain, Sucks. Jeff? I'll okay. give you a tip, right? Okay. 
When you get in, yeah. you know when you're waiting for the temperature to get kind of perfect? Yeah, go get, the shower, get the shower curtain and wet the wet the edges of it and wet the bottom of it. So it mm. sticks to the bath. Yeah. Isn't that what the magnets are for? No, you fucking magnets. They've got magnets, it Trevor. It sticks to the bath because no it's wet oh, on the outside the and it sticks to the bath and it sticks to the wall. It won't move anywhere. What about Also, you've got to adjust that stupid thing that's on the actual bath tower. Oh, I want it to come out the top, coming out the top or the bottom. I can never nail that. It comes out of both holes. And I wish by and there's def- nothing worse than it coming out of both holes. <laughs> All right? You don't want that happening. <laughs> Some can do it, others can't. I mean, by default, why couldn't it at least go to the shower instead of the uh, instead of the bath? Yeah, I said that. There are some, there are some massive issues. So I, I, do we you... started this show and I thought, this is a bit boring, these and topics. You've got a, you don't have a hot oh. and cold. There's just one tap and you've got to balance it. America. Yeah. We go back to America. They're fucking weird. They, weird. they struggle to have two faucets. Yeah, what the are they going to have these stupid the taps for? You know the ones that you dial? It was at the Hilton. It was like a dial. It was a single so dial. So how far do I take this thing? Yeah. I, work although, out. by the third day, I knew exactly where to put it oh, to get the same yeah, temperature, yeah, exactly. which was kind of smart. Yeah. But I think oh. last week we didn't end up talking about the toilet thing. I think we, we destroyed no, it before. we don't need to talk about toilet. All right, all right, all right, all right, moving on. Too much toilet humour here on the show. Wow. So Are anyway, you... I didn't realise you had a shower curtain shower, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This is a that. 1970s house. It's the, it's the sole remaining item from the 70s. Yeah, the so rest of it's been renovated. So you and I are sitting here talking about our... We bought new yeah, shower we're curtains. We're talking about our McDonald Jones toys. <laughs> <laughs> Who built yours? Um, the display I home. forgot, mate, yeah, honestly. No. Have you got a glass door or what is it? For the shower? Yeah, yeah. yeah glass yeah, door. You know, you know how big the you know shower we're on is? Air? It's like yeah. 40 centimetres square. You know we're on that's, air. That's good. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Have you, you, got, you, have you got those like rain Yeah, it comes, it comes from the ceiling. I don't have one I of mean, those. literally, pressure. I, I can stand there yeah. and I'll get wet everywhere yeah, yeah, without yeah. moving. And yeah, I love that. The Airbnb I've booked in Barcelona has one of those showers that has just fucking nozzles all the way down. Like a car wash. I'm telling you, if the picture doesn't match the experience, I'm giving that bloke three stars. Imagine Trevor, that thing. You're just getting hit from all angles. <laughs> no, because then all you do is, is twirl. <laughs> and, and you're done. You just twirl, mate. Because it's true, you're standing in front of the uh, the, the wall of, of just power. Just pirouette. And just pirouette. And you get the soap sprayed as you as well. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Well, it's like a car wash. Anyway, you can talk about that when you come back, Trevor. we finished with this topic? I think so. Okay. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. EFTM. Oh, now, the other day I got an email from a bloke about a... Uh, a product. It was like, no, sorry. Turn it around. I got an email from my producer at the radio station saying, "Have we just got this email at the radio station yeah. from a bloke trying to track you down?" Mm. So some people are not smart enough to just go to my website or search my name on Google. It's very easy to find me. There is a but, link that says "email Trevor Long." I know. Yeah, it's hard. Anyway, hmm. so the email says, "I'm trying to contact Trevor Long. I've got this great product." And Sam said to me, "He said I've seen this all over Facebook. Have, hmm. have you seen this product?" And I went, "No, never heard of it." So we got the bloke on. It's called Sensibo. Now, it was on the wall. It fell off because I put it up there with blue tack, but you meant to screw it on. Yep. It's it's a tiny little product, $150, available at Harvey Norman and, and I think Appliances, Appliance Pro. $150. $150, right? right? Yep. Now, I I said to the bloke, sounds amazing. I interviewed him on the radio. I just put it on the, on the desk, mate. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, and he, he told me about the product. Essentially, it's, it's, a, it's a wireless or an infrared repeater. So it can blast infrared signals out, but it can also read them. Yep. And so for places like mine, and this this room you're in is only three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we built it, I had a I couldn't extend the ducting of the air conditioning to no. this part of the, the house. Mm. So I put a split system in. Yeah. Actron split system, great, but not wireless, not Wi-Fi controlled or anything like that. Yep. But it's got a little remote control. So I can sit here and I can change it in the office. Mm. This little thing here, I, it, I received it today. 
Mm. And I love this thing so much. I wrote about it within an hour. That's I was going very to say, rare, yeah, right? That's pretty quick. Um, I took it out of the box. It said, download the app. Downloaded the app. I powered the thing up. There was a QR code to scan. I scanned it. Yep. It said, found it. Where's your Wi-Fi network? Found it. Um, firmware update. Done. Two mm. minutes. And then it said, point your remote control at this device and press power. To so learn I, point, it. Mm. I pointed the remote control, press power. It said, done. We're set up. And then it showed me a page on my smartphone with, you know, temperature up and down, power yeah. on and off, heat, cool, you know, um, vent movement, all that shit. I pressed the power button. The fucking air conditioner turned on. Yeah. I pressed the temperature button. It went up and down. And I'm like, I'm using my smartphone now to control my air conditioner Which with a $150 unit. Hmm. And, and then I turned off Wi-Fi and it worked. So I could use this thing in America. If, if you know, Amanda yeah. rang and said the air conditioner remote's broken, I've really got to turn the thing on or whatever. Yeah. But more importantly, it works with Google Home, works with Amazon Alexa. Mm. You can set schedule so I can set it to turn off every night at 11 o'clock because I'm an idiot. I forget sometimes mm. and waste power through the night. Yeah. I can set it up so when I leave home, it, using geolocation, it, it knows I've yeah. left home, so it turns off. Mate, for $150, mm. it, and you know, Bowen, we talk about the GoGate garage, garage opening, control, yeah. right? Yeah. Great product, mm. but a little bit tricky to, to set up, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Fiddly. This thing, if that wins an award, this thing wins every award. That's just plug and play. I've never it's seen it like a like universal it. remote for everything. It is, right. Correct. Basically. But it, it only is made to control uh, air conditioners. So oh, there's is no, it? There's no oh, other. Oh, okay. So you can't. So, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't know other products. It's all sure. about air conditioning, it's just right? Air Not yet. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are other products on the market that do that. But yeah. I think the great thing is because it doesn't. It's not meant to do all those things. It's smart enough to just get it right and do it well. Now it will control mm. any air conditioner that has a portable mm. remote control that uses infrared. So mm. if you've got a ducted system with a thing on the wall, no, course, that thing course, that yeah. thing doesn't have remote. Mm. But you buy a Kogan air conditioner for 150 bucks, you can buy this thing <laughs> and 300 in total. You've got yeah. a remote control That's portable true. air conditioner as well. Yeah. And I guess provided you have line of sight from the What's it called again? The Cebo? Sensibo. Sensibo. As long as it, it is pointing towards the aircon. So yep. yours is, was stuck to the wall, so it's yeah. pointing towards well, it. I haven't tried it in all parts of the room, but no, it but doesn't need to be. It's it's quite a strong blast. It's not going to be on the other side of the room. Yeah, it can yeah. be pretty much anywhere in the room. But the, the only caveat I, I can notice visually is that it needs to be connected to power. Correct. That's right? probably its only weakness. Its right? only weakness. Now, I would. what I'll do here is I will, I will, uh, I've got PowerPoints under the desk here. Yep. I'll put it up here and I'll, I'll, I'll install it nicely on the wall here. So yeah. it'll, be it'll, it'll come through the wall. Yeah. I'll bring the power cable through the wall. No yeah. drama. Yeah. My only negative about it is, is that A, it needs to be on power mm. and B, you kind of need to hang it on a wall somewhere. So my wife wouldn't allow it in yeah. the house somewhere. But most people have got their split system remotes on the wall. On the wall. That's exactly I mean, yeah. I mean, I know at my parents' place, that's where theirs is. Put it as there. soon as you walk in near the, near the light switch, it's sitting there anyway. Do your parents use smartphones, apps, things like that? They do. This is something they probably would use, but they, they would say, well, for them, it's like, well, I'm walking in that room anyway yeah. to turn it on. Oh, I just think, and so I don't think it's for everyone, yeah. but for people who, see, I'm not I'm not a greenie, mm. but I don't mind trying mm. to make sure I'm saving money. You know, yeah. My power bill's crazy, mm. but I don't really give a shit. Mm. I just wouldn't like, wouldn't mind minimizing it where I can. Yeah. And that's a stupid thing I do is leave but it on. E- I mean, even just on your way home, it's a hot day. You mm. can fire yes. up the air con before you get there. I mean, that to me is the, is the convenience of yeah. it is, shit, it's hot. One way home, I don't walk into a hot house. And by the way, it. you can have multiple of them, so yeah. oh, okay. it's phenomenal. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you've got oh, multiple split, split, look, split systems it's in your home. It's not ugly. It's inoffensive to look at. Yeah. It's about the size of, I guess, a, com- uh, like a mouse. A, a small yeah. mouse, yeah. 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 It's very light. Yeah. We don't um, carry but it. But there's so many things, as you say, that you can get these days that you want to hide. 
yeah, like yeah, hubs yeah. and sensors. And I just, like. I mean, I've already had someone comment on the Facebook page saying, oh, I've seen this, it's half the price or a third of the price. Yeah. And I look at it and I go, just the eBay ad for it looks mm. cheap and shitty. Yeah, right. This thing's being sold through Harvey Norman. I kind of yeah. feel like that at least gives it some credibility. <laughs> you trust it. That if you more. don't like it, you can take it back and things well, like that. I, I, honestly, I just think there's, there's a market of people who are into smart homes. So... People, we talk a lot about Google Home, and we, I get the question on the radio: What can you do yeah. with it? Well, this is now my next, my second go-to after yeah. lights. Yeah. So if you've got, if you want to change your light bulbs, you can do this. You can, you can now con. buy this little thing for 150 bucks that makes your remote control. So you could be sitting watching the cricket and say, "Hey Google, turn the aircon to 22 degrees." Yeah, boom, it's, it's done. Yeah, I think that's great. And I'm actually just thinking: when you get an air conditioner installed, if you were to buy that at the same time, mm. you get the installer; they'll they'll mount it right next to the bloody receiver on the um, on the aircon yeah. and provide the power. Yeah. So. Good point. There's actually some smart ways to use it. Great little unit. Full review up at EFTM.com. Wow. We do it all thanks to the good people at Alcatel. I can't wait for Mobile World Congress in just a few weeks in Barcelona. Not just because I love going there, but uh, Alcatel is going to unveil their full range of uh, 2018 smartphones. And these are smartphones ranging in price from 99 bucks up to 300 that are going to have full 18 by 9 screens. So the cheapest phones on the market will have the latest technology. If you're looking for a smartphone now, whether it's your first smartphone or you've maybe broken a phone, you just need a spare, uh, check out the Alcatel range, uh, the A3, the A3XL, the U5. These are all phones under $200. The A3XL is a 6-inch smartphone, $179, available at Vodafone, and it will not disappoint you. Even even for the kids, so if you're teenagers wanting a phone, their first phone should be an Alcatel. It's got fun camera features that they all love with their Snapchat-style things. You'll love it. Alcatel phones available at Optus and Vodafone and lots of prepaid stores. Just check them out. Search Alcatel. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Well, we drive a lot of amazing cars here uh, at You've EFTM. had a good week. We've had a great say. week. Um we do, we've driven two BMWs. We only picked up one yesterday. But over the weekend, I was handed the keys to the amazing Audi SQ7. So the performance variant of their very large SUV. Thanks, it's, Trev. It's, it's the big one. It is the big bopper. You know, my yeah. favorite part about this, uh, this road trip that Bowen did was mm. uh, we were, I think we're flying back from the States. Kind of look at the diary going, ah, oh, <laughs> shit, we've got all these cars booked. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I've got, uh, you know, I've got to go to Naran. I've got to go see my family on the weekend. Bowen's going to Tumut, and I went. I'm going to change my car. I got Audi to switch from like a stupid RS5 crazy thing mm. to the SQ7. I mean, hang on. Even just that in itself, dear listener. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. Trevor, to Trevor it. goes, you know what? The RS5. Just swap it out. I don't want it this week. Yeah. Can I get something else? And ends up with an SQ7. Like we're Which, talking about Audi's best and the best on both of them. So almost. Bowen gets an M2, mm. right? Takes it home and posts a photo on Twitter going, oh, how good's this? You can fit a baby seat <laughs> yeah, in an M2. Right. Yeah, rear facing. And I went, Okay, good. And then I realized I wasn't going away for the weekend. I probably should give the car to Bowen. Yeah. Then you post a photo of the shit you've put in the SQ5. And I thought, how are you ever... There was g- no way. How are you ever going to fit that in an M2? Clinging on. And help me understand. I know, and I know you're going to say, oh, you don't have kids. Seriously, that's a seven-seater car. Yeah. You've got only one child mm. and, oh, and, one, sakes, and, yeah. and one adult mm, mm, plus yourself. Mm. 
How That's is, two adults. How long were you away for that you needed literally to fill the thing? Oh, fuck, mate. No, no. Oh. There was so much shit in that car. I dear, almost can't explain it. Dear listener, yeah. please make a note in your diary for when Jeff has children <laughs> for us to just unleash hell Hang on, on this it's dopey like going camping. It's yeah. a travel cot. It's the pram. Prams are big. Prams take up your boot. Gone okay. with a pram. Yeah. Understand gone. the pram. Travel cot. Can't take it. An esky. Okay. Esky with milk bottles and all sorts of stuff. Mate, what are you going to do if you can't take a travel cot? What are you talking? Where's no, what are you the kid going to sleep? I can't make that decision. <laughs> I don't have a child. Well, you're asking how but he managed to fill a seven seater with stuff. Very yes. easily. A done. travel cot uh-huh. takes up. So my old three series BMW, we mm. had to sell because yeah. I couldn't fit a travel cot and a pram in. Full how, stop. How do other people of the planet do it? I mean, not everyone has a Q7. There they, are a lot of people mate, they who they have buy small Kia cars. fucking carnival. Do yeah. you reckon that that's what every family has to do now? You're having a baby. Holden Commodore wagons. Mm. Yes. No one can get around in a Mazda three. As well, a family. That's why right. wagons were popular back in the day, and yeah. that's why SUVs are popular now. This you is bonkers. It's not that. It's not that. <laughs> we could have worked it out in the M2. Like, uh, it would have been a massive cull, right? But it would have been. <laughs> would you have had to put anything on the back seat? Yes. Which would have been dangerous. It's just dangerous, all right? So, yes. okay. you know, it would have been overloaded. It would have been like the SUV we rented in Los, um, in Los Angeles. And we see, would have been and smothered see, by suitcases. Henry's like, oh, Dad, do I have yeah. to carry so the suitcase? Not not and, that's, and that's probably yeah. my problem because I actually think that was acceptable. And you see people do that. Now, you've got to consider the kid. Sure. Anyway, sorry, um, Bowen. <laughs> which is funny, isn't it? So, it's sorry, not like Bowen. a pet. You know, if it dies, you go to jail. <laughs> Audi. Oh, <yeah. laughs> mate, that is the point, mate. You do actually have to look after these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. As with pets, like, let's not. His point was, yeah. your pet dies, mm. yeah. shit happens, think, you, you I, dig a hole. I used to think like uh, still kids be... were like advanced pets, but it's way more than <laughs> Advanced that. pets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So you got an, you got to drive the Audi SQ7. This is how much in dollar value? The one, well, from 153 upwards, the one we had north of 170. Easily. It is the most phenomenal SUV I've ever got my hands on. Mm-hmm. It has a 320 kilowatt V8 diesel, 900 newton meters of torque. That's approaching like a Kenworth truck level of yeah. of, of torque. It's the fastest SU, uh, seven-seat SUV diesel in the world, seven-seat being the rider, because the Bentley equivalent, the, the Bentayga, Bentayga yeah. has the same engine, but in it's a only seat. a five-seater. Yep. Apart, it's also got a, a petrol V12, of W12, it actually. It sounds yeah. beautiful. Yeah, look, that's a synthetic soundtrack. Um, there's speakers oh, really? in the rear of the bumper bar, which emit a sound to the outside world that make it sound far more what? glorious than what it did. Because I mean, it is a diesel. It's a diesel, day, a very yeah. refined diesel, but it yeah. sounds fantastic when it's in dynamic mode. Uh, zero to 104.9 seconds. In a seven-seater. It like, just, mm. it's 2.3 tonne. It handles like a hot hatch dead set. You can take a roundabout in this thing, like yeah. a Ford Focus ST. Yep. It's got four-wheel steering. So the rear wheels will turn up to oh, about really? five degrees. And I tested this standing stationary, right? Yeah. I was looking to see the wheels and how much they turn in. Mm. Full lock. You can feel the rear of the car moving and gyrating as you're stationary. And you get out and you look and the, and the wheels are slightly wow. turned. Does that take time to get used to that? Well, you don't notice. You do notice it because the yeah. car handles like it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but it's just a good feeling. That's a massive not... option. It comes with a sports diff and all sorts wow. of things. A massive thirteen thousand dollars option. Uh, B&O sound system. That's mm. a thirteen grand option. Twenty three speakers. This is the car that you get in when you realise Audi do yeah. interiors beautifully. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's a masterclass. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the tweeters uh, actually pop up. Pop up. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> in the corners of the dash. I put a video on our Facebook page. Um, look, it's the most. It's just serene. Wow. It's impervious to. Any any surface on dirt, it's, it's like quiet as hell inside too. It's super quiet, mm. um, but mate, the pace it generates off the mark, 
it's technically not a triple turbo, but it's a twin turbo with a, an extra compressor, which mm. winds up the two turbos constantly. So they're ready to they're go. They're already ready. I said in my review, it's like a jockey with its horse whip. Uh, which is the, which is the modern thing to do. I remember Volvo talking yeah. about that on the S90 or something. They yeah. they they electronically wind it up. So right. I think it's the smart thing to do now because I've always yeah. hated turbo yeah, lag. Yeah. It gets rid of the turbo lag. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It can run at 75,000 revs. But you... you like 0.2 of a second as soon as you apply the throttle Jeez. to give it boost from a thousand revs, uh, which is just. You've said that it's magnificent, yeah. but you also said earlier that BMW mm. have something that Audi don't, and it's just sensational to drive. Mm. It lacks, I think you said, character or, or emotion. Yeah, look, yeah. And again, look. For a car that drives like the clappers, goes like the clappers, looks yeah. great, what's the problem? What's wrong with it? This would have to be an exception in the Audi range, I've right. got to say, because it's not <clears throat> it's not an all-out sports car, obviously. It can't be, being that mm. big. But it combines near supercar performance with almost like rally car performance mm. and family SUV. It just, it just, it's got so many traits which make it just a marvel. It's like literally an engineering marvel. Yeah. And uh, the Bentley is the same car. It's the same platform. Yeah. It's obviously far more luxurious. I don't know why you'd pay triple the price. So is the only issue the fact that it's... Over 150 grand. No, I'm going to That's stop you right sure. there. It's worth every cent. I'm going to stop you yeah. right there. Yeah. Tesla Model X we drove to Adelaide mm. was three hundred eleven thousand oh, well, dollars. Ah. This is my that, entire that argument like about that. Yeah. What sort of fucking person yeah. buys a Tesla Model X? Yeah. Oh, I want to save the environment. Uh. You've just wasted yeah. twice your money uh. because yeah. you could have got that beautiful piece of and work. you aren't going to recoup that in fuel savings nope. or trees. Yeah. So just on the fuel thing, being a diesel, yeah. what sort of numbers were you getting? Well, they claim about seven point. Two, I think I was getting eight point seven, which Jeez, is that's still very good for something yeah. that size. That's better than dual cabs. Carrying as much stuff as you have, carrying all the gear as well. <laughs> uh, it, I can't praise it enough. I mean, it is really. How much time did you spend in it, Trev? Uh, a couple of days, couple three, of days. three or four days in total. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I think you got out and said, if I had a million bucks, this would be my car. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like my wife wants a seven seater. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I love, uh, I love something with a bit of go. Mm. Yeah. This would be the perfect car yeah, 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 for, yeah. for the compromise yeah. for us. You know, yeah. it's just beautiful. And again, I, I'm sorry to make the Tesla argument again, but it's just amazing how how lost people get in that Tesla world mm. uh, with the price. Mm. At hundred and seventy thousand dollars, this thing is a mm. steal. Yeah, yeah. But it's a ridiculous amount of money to pay for a car of when you realise the yeah, number yeah. of seven seaters you yeah. can get for 60, 70 grand. Yeah. So I would never buy a car over a hundred grand. I, I mean, I just think. You know, as soon as you drive it out, the zero depreciates. They're not a good investment. They're a money sink, basically. And there's plenty of good cars under a hundred grand. How how high can a Land Cruiser get? I mean, Land, Land Cruiser can top out. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. Sahara is like hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty, so, I mean, like, and that's basic. But it's got serious off road credentials. It's a different yeah, car, very different cars. But yeah. Okay, this right. thing can go off road. I think you went to the initial Q7 launch in the snow. I went, I went to the snow in it, yeah. and uh, it wasn't the SQ7 that I drove. No, no, no. But, but it drove the the snow, no problem. Mm. You you stop it, put yeah. in off road mode, and you watch the car rise. Yeah, that, that's and then the, you're away. The it's, SQ7 has all those different modes. Very cool, um, very capable, amazing. Top five car, as I said, I, it has a couple of little weird things. Like it's, it's like four cup holders for a big car. Um, mm. It's got you know yeah, you no USB that, yeah. charging points in the rear. Mate, shutting the doors is an issue. Yeah, it's a weird one. Like, you you really got to slam them. But you said so that's a Q7 ceiling. problem. It's a Q, and I've read some online forums. It's a, a common problem. And you can get those soft close um, options as well, where it right. automatically shuts. You can. Yeah. So oh, I right. think. 
you'd need that if you bought this car. There's just too much ceiling and the latch is too rigid. The steering wheel is manually adjusted, which seems a bit odd in a car like that. You yeah, know, I'm yeah. reaching. When you get in a car that's that prestigious, you automatically think, well, there'll be yeah, a button. Here the adjust. button, yeah. It doesn't have that. No, head up display? Uh, head up display, yeah. The works. Mate, it's got every Audi safety system standard, which is I I think the only Audi remember. car that comes standard with their full array of safety systems. Right. Pre-sense and traffic. I'm going to call it early. I reckon, I reckon it's going to be a fun one this year doing the awards. Best yeah. SUV. Because I'm going to struggle not to give that bloody air conditioner thing something. Yeah. That, I mean, we, we're going to find it's, things. It's only January. I know. What a this great is, year This so is far. what's great about it. Yeah. Anyway, Bowen's full review of the Audi SQ7 is available now at EFTM.com. So, uh, Jeffrey, you yes, took a trip on the weekend. Yeah. I took a trip on the weekend. I just thought we'd point out um, that you went to the zoo I did. and Toronga. you looked like a fucking idiot in a weird hat. It was a, what, what's the gather? It was a faux Akubra. Wait, we're in a Akubra. Why are you wearing a Because fa- Akubra was like a baby Akubra. It was, it, was a, um, it was made of suede instead of. Um, oh, it's like a suede. It's like felt. You look like a really ugly Indiana Jones. It was kind of like that, yeah. yeah. It was all about sun protection. You know? Anyway, I want to know. Smart. I want to know why you went to the zoo because yep. so instead of going away to see family on the weekend, we we had a little weekend away in the city. Um, it was interesting because we stayed at the Key West, and mm. that place reminds me of the, of the Westgate. It's it's a you know prestigious place. It's been there for a while, but isn't it? it's retired, mm. yeah, like you know really tired kind of decor everything. Yeah. But we we basically became tourists for the weekend. Went to Centrepoint, uh, went to Darling yeah. Harbour, tourists your own city. Went to the rocks. Yeah. It's actually a really fun thing to do, and I yeah. I don't know why more people don't do it. When was the last time you went to Centrepoint? I mean, I've been oh, for probably three decades. Yeah. Well, hey, it's <laughs> yeah. expensive. Oh, hot tip, Is, right? Yeah. So we get there. Okay. Massive queues because yeah. tourists. Well, you're on the fucking weekend, you idiot. Yeah. So massive yeah. queues, right? And this was queue was moving real slow. I've got three kids; they're already at their wits' end today. Yeah, mum's gone to the shops. Good news because she's really got the shits with the kids this week. And while dad's been away, Drama. kids have been awful. Drama. Okay, right. so we we're in the queue, and I'm sitting there going, "Fuck!" And I said, "Jacko, go back to mm. the front of the queue." I'm sure there was another sign. There was like another aisle. So he goes away, comes back, he goes, says, "Online ticket purchase." Uh. You know what I did? Opened up my phone, mm. bought the tickets online, yeah, yeah. walked out of the queue, went there, got the tickets, and went up. I've done that at a cinemas before oh, as well. Oh my I've, God. I've done the same oh, thing idea. at a cinemas. It was cinemas. the smartest yeah. thing Express ever. Path, yeah, yeah it you was just walked straight path. up. Sydney, Sydney Tower, as they now call it, mm. Cinepoint. Mm. It's still unbelievable. Like It was a beautiful day. Mm. The view is amazing. Mm. It's not ridiculously crowded up there. Obviously, there's a lot of people. Mm. But it is an yeah. amazing place to go. And I wonder whether people in Melbourne are going up Eureka Tower or mm. whether people in Brisbane are doing, I don't know, Story Bridge Tours or whatever they can do there. Probably. Do you think? Because I don't know what, what what made you go to the zoo. So you don't um, have kids. Well, mate, here's the thing: when you have kids, you'll realise. No, my uh, my I have a niece now. I have yeah. a very young niece. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, so we we organised to go with my in laws and, and yeah. the whole family there yeah. to go to the zoo. Mainly for it was. I mean, she's three months old. She probably didn't she's actually really going to enjoy the probably zoo. Probably didn't realise what, what she was know. looking at. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for me, I haven't been to the Taronga Zoo in I don't even know the last yeah. time I was there. Yeah. And it was kind of cool to go back and, and realise what they have in that zoo and what mm. they don't have. How much has changed? They don't have a lion. What? There's no what? lion. They've got, some, they've got some tigers. tigers. No lions. The, the meerkats the were, were not let in or let out to, into their display. Was it too hot? There's no whales. No, is there no definitely crocodiles. no lion at Taronga Zoo? Mate, there is no lion. There is three tigers, three Sumatran tigers. Did you check the map? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did the whole walk around, did everything. No, no. did you check the map? Yes, yes. Others checked the map. No I wasn't lion. in charge of map. There's no fucking lion. No lion. Must have died. Um, no rhino. <laughs> no rhino. Why would there be a fucking rhino? Because it's a zoo. <laughs> 
And they're meant to have you every animal? You wanted to have every animal. Well, there was no crocodile. That's Australian. No crocodile. No. Wow. You I go, to Australia, crocodile. go to Australia Zoo or the reptile park I went for to that. Sydney Zoo. Show me the animals. You know how hard it was to find the koalas? <laughs> they, they've got they're all the, the, building. Yeah, all the, all the uh, Australian native animals are locked down the back. You actually have to go through all no, the... koalas are up the top in their little, uh, little habitat. Well, I don't know. I was just there. Mm. And you have to go to a separate part of the zoo to where all the main event animals, like the giraffes and the, the elephants, elephants are. Yeah, yeah. The elephants, got they've got a baby one there. I think that's got a lot of attention. But yeah. to me, I was like... Hot yeah. tip for the zoo is mm. uh, look for the elephant uh, feeding in bath times because you can go in the back mm. where they actually put them in, in like little, not cages, but mm. they're, they're kind of locked in and they get sprayed and bathed. It's mm. fucking amazing how close you can get to these yeah. things. My, dol- see, we, we had uh, annual dolphins? passes to yeah, the are zoo. Are you kidding? It's like SeaWorld. I, no, mate. No, there's no dolphins. It's not fucking they're, they're SeaWorld. They have there's a water display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb yeah. Did you do the bird show? I hate the birds. Oh, I, like, I remember that from school. The bird my, show is still awesome. My only hot tip, actually, since we're bird. doing advice, um, there's a restaurant in mm. the zoo called The View, mm. and it has probably the best view of Sydney oh, you'll get to, yeah. at a place. However, Honestly, however, the number of people that go to the zoo without kids is fucking minimal, and they're not going still, to restaurants. Why can't you eat there? Oh, I did. <laughs> I, the last time I did was with an ex. And yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff, M- when you have kids, you don't go to restaurants. Mains, 25 bucks, which is very quite quite good. You just have to pay to get into the really? zoo in the first right. place. Do they still have the cable car? Yep. Yeah, they did over there. Yeah, right. yep. But that's I don't cool. know. You have to get the ferry, I guess, to the zoo. Yeah, no, you the, walk down the, the bottom of yeah. the zoo. And then what? Then you catch the cable car back up the top instead of having to walk all the mm. way back up. Mate, go look after yourself. Do some walking. <laughs> I walked back Again, up. Again, mate, with three kids, you're like, fuck this. We've been here for two hours. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Can't help you. So, so you, I, I, I enjoyed the zoo, but I also realized they need to, I don't know, bring some more animals in, make it a bit more animal-like. Oh, There's a lot happening? of vegetation. Was there like apes and monkeys and stuff? There, is a, there yeah. was two apes looking at their backs on the window. There's like a perspex window you can look through at them. And... No, no. It's like you look out to oh, a right. net. Yeah, they've, they've got like a small oh, bit of river between us. Outrageous. Yeah. It's, it's a fun place. It is like being a tourist again, but I don't know. It needs, needs work. So you can wow. stay there overnight. Yes, I've done the Roar and Snore. One of our um, friends did that. What's it mm. called? Roar and Snore. Roar and Snore. That, that was the last time I'd been, actually. I was thinking... You would roar and snore. I do I do nose. snore after a couple of bevies. But, <laughs> I'll um, the club. But it's actually... That was probably the best zoo experience I had, was spending the night, and then in the morning, you go and feed the giraffe, and you walk into the pen, which was a lot of fun. I don't know if they still do that now, but mm. you can actually go into that little giraffe enclosure, yeah, no, I don't want to get hold the giraffe. carrot up, and, look, the, and the big anything tongue. Anything with a long neck, I just... Uh, I'm not interested in... <laughs> with a long neck. Well, they're just, they're, they're How just many animals strange. are there with long necks? Emus. Alpacas. <laughs> alpacas. Alpacas. I went to the alpaca farm in Berrima the other day. They're the ones that spit at you? Yeah, if, yeah. if you're not not yeah, not careful. Anyway, so Jeff went to the zoo. Whatever. That was enlightening. <laughs> is the EFTM Podcast. Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. Listen, I'm reluctant because we're running out of time, so I'm going to... I'm gonna. We'll talk about Amazon Go next week. We'll talk we have enough time. about Amazon. No, yeah, we have time. I feel like we're, we've hit the limit of people's exhaustion and this no rubbish. Thing. But Jeff, I'm going to give you one last chance to do Jeff's <laughs> stupid story of the week. <laughs> Jeff's stupid story. You're going to hate me on this one. I'm going to get Baby smashed. at the tennis causes drama. Last night, watching the Australian Open, Rafael Nadal's taken the crease... For match You're point, the only or whatever person it was. ever to call him he Raphael. Took the crease. You know what I mean? What is this cricket? Okay, I know. I haven't even started the story yet. Took the line yeah. about to serve the crease. Some bloody baby in the crowd starts bawling, mm. and he pauses, waits. Baby's just going off like a siren. No one gives a shit, and everyone starts laughing. And he's been put off, mm. and then they wait, and apparently 
people, the commentary guy said, uh, what's a baby doing here at 10 o'clock at night anyway? Good point. And my opinion is, why are they even at the tennis? I don't think that something that can emit that sort of sound should be allowed at the game. You should have fucking stopped yep. at the, at the you know, while they're up at 10 o'clock. Well, that's a great point. And I have that problem with fucking, you go to Woolworths, yep. 9.30, and you've got kids walking around in their pajamas. Go fucking home to bed. Hey, what if it's a single parent? They have no choice. They need to do the groceries. I mean, have some consideration. Okay, Trevor. you've got. It's a bit unfair. One. But taking them to an, an event mm. where there's international players, you know, battling it out for a lot of money, it's pretty serious shit. Mate, they pay for yeah, it's pretty serious. And, shit. and you've got a baby yeah. just that's sitting like there going, in business going class. It's just shouldn't on. be allowed. Oh, that's not, that's topped by that complete fucking idiot YouTube moron mm. earlier in the week who stood up at the Nick Kyrgios oh, or yeah, yeah, someone yeah. else match. I think it was Kyrgios. Yeah. Right. He's like reasonably close to the front but behind the player. Stands up with his smartphone filming himself making stupid noises. They they said they were sex noises. Mm. I don't think he's ever had sex. He's a virgin because mm. it didn't sound like anything I've mm. ever heard of. Most YouTubers are. He sounded like an ape. So he's just like. he's just standing around videoing himself making yeah. this stupid noise so he really? can get ejected for a YouTube hit. Mm. And did they uh, del- make him delete the video? That would have been nice. Mm, no, I don't think they did. What they should have done. But you know what? I didn't know that. Well, I think tennis players ridiculous. should harden up. I mean, you know what you think? You know, someone kicking for a conversion in a rugby league match. Imagine that. Imagine if in State of Origin, <laughs> 80,000 people. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Pretty important as well. Bye, please. That's a golfers are the same. Hard enough. Hard enough. Quiet, please. Also, yeah. what I notice when I'm watching tennis is, fuck, they get the first serve wrong a lot. Oh, it's like it's their, it's it's their job. But it's a free shot. It's their job. No, no, no. It's a free shot where no, you can take risks. Yeah, or but their second shot is always lame they as very, shit. Because yeah. they don't hit it as hard. Yeah. That's my point. No, no, it goes with 200 that, that, Ks, 120. But that is the point. No, the point if is, you, get it can... fucking right. It's your job. No, but if you can get it, it's your job. The first one. I'm, I'm not sure about this. I'm going to try and blow the blow the speed. Gun. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Missed. Okay. Second one. And if one. it works, great. Yeah, that ace. was a fluke. Yep. Did it well. So that and that's how Andre did yeah. it so well. That's why. That's you know, why Andre when I was a, when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, I I thought his and name was Ace. I thought <laughs> I thought his name was Ace, and I copped a lot of shit for that growing up. Yeah. Because I used to call him Ace. Oh, ace Andre. I actually know who he is. Breaking yeah, news yeah. that Jeff copped shit when he was growing up. He was a he's a trainer. So you're accustomed to this then. Which part? Copping shit. Well, I don't know a lot about the tennis, yeah. but I know you shouldn't take a baby to the tennis. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about you copying shit for things you don't know. But I do know that. Do you want to know about Masters? No. no. <laughs> EFTM podcast. Great show. Yeah, baby, let's go. Wow. Well, great show, boys. Great to have you back in the studio. Um, a great show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you could leave us a rating on the iTunes podcast store, that would be greatly appreciated. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll read those now and then. I haven't looked at any tonight. Yep. Mm. Um, but, yeah, appreciate your engagement, your feedback. Jump us on the Facebook page or on Twitter uh, at the Bowen at G Quattromani, and at Trevor Long. Mm-hmm. And uh, follow us all at EFTM. Boys, uh, let's do it again soon. I'll see you next week. It's been good. It's been fun. I love you all. Love you. Bye-bye for now. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani.